Good morning and welcome to episode 86. Don't really know the um, any foreign language um, rhetoric that would go with uh, 86, but uh, it's episode 86 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. Hosted by Aaron Taylor, myself, Ben Schanenberger, and the kind gentleman that is doing work across the street. Presented by Loyalty Liquors, Pack Leashes. Should I say the whole Pack Leashes thing? Nah, we'll save it for the end. Okay, perfect. What's up, Aaron? How was your week, pal? Uh, it, it was it was an interesting week, that's for sure. Um, I, I got to start us off with a bit of a sad story. Yeah, but, but El- Elton John, sad songs. Yeah, and, you know, I listen. Sad I wa- songs. I want to get it out of the way right away so that it doesn't, like, you know, take it away from, but it is a story I have to tell. But, yeah, just a quick before that. This fucking guy across the street. I was telling Ben before we started recording. There used to be like this cigar shop across the street from me. Apparently they closed. And so sometime in the last week, they're they're like renovating the building. And it, you know, the 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 windows were look were all rotted out and shit. The building looked like shit. So they're fixing it. And the guys that are fixing it are only working from like 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. So we're currently recording at 8:35 in the morning on Saturday. And these dudes have been working since 6 a.m like fucking using nail guns and shit. So if you hear any background noise, my apologies. Uh, you know, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter after we get off. Um, my week overall, good week, really good week. Uh, just had a really weird experience on Thursday, almost a, you know, kind of a human experience to a degree. Um, I was in an account. It was my, my second or third to last stop of the day. And, uh, you know, so it's like, whatever, three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon. And, um, I, I go to the bathroom, I'm getting ready to leave. I go to the bathroom as I'm walking out, I am walking by the counter and the woman who owns the store is like a middle-aged Indian woman. And she says, uh, to the the customer at the counter, like, Oh, nice day out there. And he says, uh, yeah, it's a nice day to put a hollow point in my head. And which like really kind of caught me off guard. Like, you know, I don't know if this guy's just, you know, just a little bit of a weirdo and, you know, was making suicide jokes or whatever. A hollow point is a, is a type of bullet for any of our listeners who are, are unfamiliar. So uh, I walk over to like the side of the counter where my stuff was. And I kind of like look at him because I don't know, it just, just seemed odd the way he said it. And he looks at me and he goes, she doesn't know what that is. And I'm like, yeah, probably not. And he's like, do you know what it is? I'm like, yeah, I know what it is. And so he walks over to me and we start chatting and he's like, yeah, I, I lost, lost my job 18 months ago. He starts telling me about how like his, the guy that was his mentor that he worked for, like got cancer. And so the kids, the guy's son took over the company and he, he couldn't work for the son because the son was like running the company into the ground and, and he starts to get like all teary eyed and shit. So I, I, I like motion. I'm like, come on, let's like, let's go out back and chat. And uh, so we go out back and he starts crying. He's like, he's telling me all about that. He's telling me all about how uh, somebody bought the building that he lives in and he doesn't have a, he didn't have a lease in place. So they keep raising his rent and now they're evicting him because he hasn't worked in 18 months. He doesn't have the money to pay the rent everywhere he's applied says he's overqualified no one will hire him but at the same time it seems like he doesn't want to work for like $12 an hour like he's kind of mentioned that to me and and this guy had been drinking but 
he was like, he just kept saying that he was going to kill himself. He was like, that's it, man. He's like, I give up. And he's crying and shit. It's a really, really heavy conversation to have with a total stranger. So we talked for about 20 minutes. And then he was like, you know, going to leave. And I was like, hey, hang on, man. Like, hang on one second. And I, I picked up my like little portfolio thing I use for work. And I took one of my cards out and I gave it to him. I said, hey, like, you know, if you just ever need somebody to talk to, he didn't have any kids or any family or anything. I was like, if you ever need somebody to talk to, like, here's my number. Just you call me anytime. And uh, and he was like kind of taken aback by that. He like seemed like surprised that like a total stranger was like, you know, you can call me if you want to talk. And I fucked up and probably should have gotten his number. So I could have checked in to make sure he, he didn't actually kill himself. But I gave him my card and then, you know, he went to shake my hand and I, I was like, come on, man, just give me a hug. And so I gave him a hug and uh, and we went our separate ways. But anyways, the point being like, you know, in, in that situation, more times than not, when I run into people in accounts that are like, you know, there's you run into all kinds of weirdos, just alcoholics and drunks and, you know, fucking losers and all that shit. Usually just ignore them, you know, or whatever, you know, say a little shit just to keep them moving. But I don't know, there's something about that dude felt like you just needed somebody to talk to. And it was a, it was a very, very, well, well, you know, a humbling experience, so to speak. Aaron, the only thing I'm going to say is good on you, because I think there's way more people in this world that probably just need that than anything, you know, uh, the, the, like human interaction is gone. Yeah. So, you know, it's like you very well, if just any other circumstance, right, you could have just gotten a text that said um, from the from the car place that said you're fucking car radiator was fucked up and you yep. need to bring your car in for the fourth time this week and you could have just had your head buried yep or whatever like not you know it's like shit man i saw i saw these two young kids the other day in uh in walgreens they were mm. like going to the back to pick up prescriptions and they looked to be with what was like um like an aide like okay. somebody that helped them uh they didn't look related at all and these two kids had like some deformities and they were just in a wheelchair and I was with, you know, my beautiful girlfriend and like, I just, for like, you know, there was no interaction needed, nothing, yeah. but meaning just to me, I was just like, dude, I'm blessed. Like we yeah. got, you know, we're lucky as fuck. Sure. Like count your blessings, man. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, really good on you to, to just i mean it's like how simple is that didn't require anything you know no yeah, financial just to, obligation yep, just no, had to listen to what he just, had to say that's all just had to fucking say a few words and uh fuck man it's just another another lesson in life just like you just said it's like yeah every, he, everyone's always concerned with so much more than what's really important and uh yeah. And, you know, and listen to that, to that guy's credit, you know, it it's as somebody who's, you know, dealt with mental health stuff over the years, it's, it's like, especially as a man in America, it's, you know, it's not easy to like open up to somebody about that, let alone a total stranger. I mean, I guess a stranger would be easier because they've no preconceived notion of you. So they're less likely to judge you right off the rip. But, um, you know, he, he, said that and i very easily could have been like yeah okay man and just walked out the door but on a lighter note the reason i have a mustache right now is because i'm a fucking moron and i went to go trim my beard down the other day and usually when i trim my beard i use like a three guard 
And for whatever reason, I put the one guard on, didn't even notice, shaved half my cheek and was like, wait a second, that doesn't look right. And then was too, too far committed at that point. So I just <laughs> fucking, so now I have a mustache. Something's not quite right. Something's not quite right. <laughs> Sorry, I was on mute. Um, fuck, dude. How was your week, Benny? <laughs> my week was, uh, call me Benny Green Thumb. Okay. Benny Green Thumb. <laughs> I think that's like the 15th nickname you've given yourself over the course of this show. (laughs) What are some of my other nicknames? I'd have to to go back and listen to them. You've called yourself so many fucking things over the course of this this podcast. Yeah, so I guess Benny Greenthumb turned into Benny Oyster Shell Hauler. Okay, Um, elaborate. (laughs) We uh, did all the landscaping at, at my my girl's parents uh beach house down in florida um so this thing got swept away in 2018 whole house and the whole house oh shit yeah everything in this whole town pretty much so it's been a you know a four-year project ish right maybe three i'm at 18 19 20 21 yeah maybe three years yeah but they have a beautiful, beautiful spot down here. And um, her dad is very keen on just doing everything himself. He's a, a logger. And, uh, you know, so shit, you know, they just do do stuff when they can. But um, it was it was landscaping week here in Mexico Beach, Florida. Benny, what, so, what are you using oyster shells for? So instead of doing like a pine straw or mulch or mm-hmm. whatever that it would, it's just all oyster shells laying in the, uh, in the gardens. And let me tell you something. Oyster shells stink like shit. <laughs> Bad. Bad. I believe it. I mean, think about it. Bad. You just, just, and the, they just and sit the worst, there in the, in the sun know, and shit. And the other, well, no, the sun helps them. The problem is, is they're in a, some guys like storage yard and they're all piled on top of each other. So as soon as you get over the top layer, it's just like soaking wet. Like the dog pulled a full, like an oyster out of like really? a, a, a live oyster or, you know what I'm saying? The meat of the oyster was like dried into the, the shell. So they didn't ex- extract it. So that we threw that one into the canal that, that we weren't going to mess with that one. But uh, so yeah, it, it actually looks awesome. So, but the problem is, is like, there's this like film of, I guess you could call it like smashed oyster shell slash sea crustacean slash um, seagull shit. That's kind of just like, you know, like this like mud coating. Yeah. So like you put you put them all down, but then you gotta spray them off and shit because there's like shit all over them and it, it hasn't rained here. So um, obviously when it rains, it'll it'll do the washing. But yeah, um, definitely a smelly job. Yeah, and Mike Rowe. Mike like Rowe it. would be all into this shit. Oh yeah, yeah, he totally would be. Um, I the reason I ask is because I know that's like common practice. There's a there's a little wine bar around the corner for me that all their flower beds have have oyster shells in them and i didn't know if it was like a composting thing where it like puts nutrients into the soil or anything like that um you know as i was rinsing them off i was thinking like this has got to be some nutrients you know dead fish like yeah hell yeah 
plus a nice little like salty brine you know electrolytes uh you know i imagine there's just a whole plethora of uh nutrients in, in oyster shell shit um yeah cool because i like you know i you know i usually bring a banana with me for uh with when i eat my lunch in my car at for work and i always just throw it like on you know on some grass or under a tree or some shit and i i think i brought this up on the pod before is that like you know it's it's good the potassium in the banana peel is good for the soil and people have like yelled at me for throwing my banana peels on the ground and not picking them up um benny all right something we got to talk about i sent you a clip that joe rogan posted but has been passed around yeah. the internet a bunch and <laughs> It was at first, at first I thought it was a joke, like no. one of those like brought to you, but, <laughs> yeah, but right. then I realized it was just it was all of the clips just meshed together. It's just so. an endless loop of yeah. Pfizer sponsored news broadcasts. Yeah. Uh so as I just alluded to, my, the, yeah, the, might as well the, elaborate. The, the clip is uh tons of different uh news stations and news shows, uh, you know, and, and some serious ones, you know, stuff from CNN. You know, Anderson Cooper, um, uh, ABC News, CBS News, uh, all showing segments presented or sponsored by Pfizer. Now, full disclosure, there is no timestamps on any of these. You know, I don't know how old any of them are, but, um, you know, so they don't it doesn't necessarily mean that these are going on while. Um, Aaron, it's almost irrelevant because I want to mention something just okay. before I forget. About okay. this, it's it's almost makes it more relevant if they were older, because it gets you right. so like, oh my god, oh they're good, they're good, they're good, they're good, they're good, they're good. So for seven years, you think they're great, and then all of a sudden, they roll out the vax, and right. they're just it's it's more predictive subliminal messaging. Sorry to sorry to interrupt. No, well, there's actually one other thing I want to touch on. This is very interesting to me uh, before we get into that aspect of it. Um, so I reposted that to my Instagram story for, um, um, you know, I just, I just want to see what kind of reaction it would get. So normally when I post an Instagram story, depending on what it is, it's, um, anywhere from, I get anywhere from 250 to 350, uh, views. Um, after about four hours, Ben, I had 45 views on that story. Yeah, you were shadow banned. Yeah, fucking Instagram. Literally, you if you post anything, if you post anything that is like contradictory to the narrative that's that's out there, they just fucking shut you down. And they literally shut me the fuck down. And so I deleted it because I was like, well, fuck it. And what's the point then? Like, I wanted to put this out there so that my follower base sees it, opens their mind, thinks about it a little bit. And then, you know, Instagram shut me down. Isn't that wild, though? Um, yeah, and I also want to know what's wild. I think it's crazy how Facebook is about to rebrand. You seeing this? They're going to rename themselves. <laughs> um, it's some of the only, only times in history when, when companies like giant corporations have rebranded like that, it's because of, like, there's been an issue. Like, they fucked up, and they, they are no longer like valuable in a sense like to the user so they they need to trick a user into like oh this isn't that old, that company it's a you know it's 
you just would automatically assume like if Facebook changed its name, you'd have all those people that just say never ever had Facebook or got Facebook or hated Facebook. Yep. You know, now it's a, now it's a new name. Oh, and everyone's going to be doing it now. All right, we'll get the new one. Do you know what, the, like, new, what okay. the new name is? No, that I don't think they've announced it or whatever, but I'm fucking curious as hell. Okay, before we get too far, it started off as the Facebook. That was like right in our like fucking wheelhouse, dude. That was like our senior year in high school or two thousand five, two thousand six. Sorry, our our freshman sophomore years in high school. Yeah, junior. Um. Okay, before we get too far off topic, actually, let's finish with the Facebook. We'll go back to the Pfizer thing. Yeah, I I read an article that like Mark Wahlberg is uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Zuckerberg is obsessed with the quote unquote metaverse. And that's like why he's like all like, like gung ho on changing Facebook's name. But I think what you're talking about is more likely correct. When you think about like all the shit that Facebook's been dragged through in the last year with, you know, the, the, the um, user data and, you know, they had that weird story. We didn't talk about it, but that whistleblower that came out and like testified before Congress but like was almost advocating for more censorship. Like she came out and was like, Oh, like like Facebook is censoring all these people, but then was like advocating that Facebook. And so there's people out there that think that like, it was an intentional, like, like, Hey, we're going to put this woman out there as a whistleblower so that she can then push our agenda of, we need more censorship and the ability to control, you know, what, what goes on in our medium. Um, So it doesn't really, it wouldn't really surprise me, dude. Facebook's been kind of dragged through the mud over the last over the last year, two years. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I don't use it much. I know you use it for marketplace and shit, but um, like, I don't know. It's, it's just a yeah, weird, it, weird thing. I used it for marketplace and then I, you know, I found myself just as intrigued and now it's like, it's like I'm kind of fucked up because, you know, being in the Shiba Inu space like yours <laughs> and myself and like when you talk about it and then the fact that I go on Facebook and it just, it just jams Shiba Inu ethereum shit down my throat and it's like it's I, like no wonder why i like getting on facebook because every article is like shiba inu gonna it's go to one right, direct for like, you right you know, yeah. it's like yeah and i get like i guess tra- like trapped in the sense um that um basically like <clears throat> of course i would like to see that you know, if I logged on and I didn't, and I saw like, you know, Shiba Inu probably going to go to nothing. Uh, Shiba Inu overvalued. You know, yeah, it's like, right, right. I would probably delete Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you right. know, fuck you, but, Facebook. Yeah, it's like don't fucking give me these bad vibes. But so it's almost like they're like rooting for me. They're, they're yeah. I mean, fa- Facebook's cheering me along like on this victory that I'm about to have. Um, <laughs> so, and then perfect example. I, I don't even have Instagram on my, as an app, like right. I log on to, you know, from your computer, right? No, on my phone, I <laughs> go to Google. And I <laughs> go to Instagram.com. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Before you go any further, that's what I do with Facebook. I don't have the Facebook okay. app on my phone. Okay. I go to Facebook.com in Safari and, and go there. And so today I go to my explore page Yeah. and Aaron, I got to almost send this to you. Because it, um, 
oh, fuck. I hope I'm still logged in because if I, oh, I'm not. Jesus, I'm not even gonna go look for it. But if you go to if you go to your Facebook or Instagram Explore page for yep. me and just type in Shiba Inu as the whatever, this chart's gonna come up and it's gonna show where it was. Had you had you bought one thousand dollars of Shiba Inu last um, August of twenty twenty. You'd be sitting on seventeen million dollars right now. What? What? Oh, okay. Yep, like this. Okay, got it. Um. Uh. Do I have to type in Shiba Inu coin? Because all I'm getting is Shiba Inu dogs. You, you probably, I would say, like Shiba Inu crypto. Um. Okay, I got it. What did you say? I'm looking for. I'm looking for a chart. It's like a chart that shows where it's been, and it's like. Is this it? It's, there used to be 11 zeros now there's only four zeros is that true so, yeah we're getting fucking rich baby let's go um okay but either way so i don't know how we just got off on that little tangent because you're talking about the, facebook the, showing you the things that, right that, exactly yeah. okay exactly so there, like there what i almost said there you have it which is something <laughs> i say way too much and there but, you have um, it um so yeah we're we're in assimilation then that's the narrative is almost being controlled and we're just living that's why it's great to just put your phone down and just uh whatever but all right so let's let's get back to to where how we got off this whole on this whole tangent in the first place uh pfizer advertising all over mainstream media now before we jump into just that specifically, I was listening to a podcast one time. I think it was like stuff you should know about um, the about the news, I think is what it was. Like, I don't know if you've ever listened to stuff you should know. You know, they do like these 45 to hour long minute or hour long minute. Jesus. Hour long podcasts on specific topics. And they do, you know, a pretty good job of covering the basics and, and being pretty educational. They're, they're fun. You know, two nerdy guys that do them. Uh, but don't listen to them. Only listen to Sunday conversation. So I think they did one on the news one time and they were talking about how when all these major uh, media corporations were getting, you know, when TV was becoming the thing and these corporations were, were basically lobbying Congress to allow them to have channels on TV, you know, the deal that Congress made was that each of these stations had to do one hour news broadcast every night. That was the deal. Uh, I forget the specifics of why they did it, but the, the Congress made them do one hour of the news every single night, right? Now, the host of the podcast brought up the point like that right there could have been the opportunity to shut down advertising on the news and keeping news objective, right? Because if you have advertisers on your, your main news channel on, you know, whatever, CNN, well, either can't be disparaging about your appet- appetizers, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't even drink last night. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be disparaging about your advertisers or your appetizers. And, you know, so it makes the news not objective anymore. When something like this happens, when, you know, you've got Pfizer that goes through a $2 billion lawsuit. Well, you can't, how much bad stuff can they say? Can you say if Pfizer puts $50 million in your pocket every year, you know, so they're, you're hey, going to what, lose objectives. Pfizer was Viagra, right? That's how they got. I believe so. Yes. Was that their thing? Man, imagine that just like dick pills to saving the world. Yeah, actually. Jack, Jack, 
That's it right there. There's a meme for you. Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, Jack Johnson, Sunday Conversation memes, decided to take this week off, I guess. Didn't hear from Jack Johnson this week. So could be you know either, either because we didn't get together last weekend for a drink and he's mad at me. That's that's crazy because I felt like we, we like were really pumping his tires last week. So I thought he would have been like all fired up. Um, but guess Apparently what? Not. I, well, Aaron, the other thing, though, is he's, he's sent us so many. That's like, true. I do have a backlog. A fucking, he can take a week off. I do have a backlog. Um, that's, uh, that's funny. Um, but anyways, so Pfizer advertising on all these. This might be the longest it's ever taken us to get to like the actual crux of, of what we're trying to talk about. Um, Pfizer advertising on all these mainstream media. So, so listen, the broader point being here is do you think that your vaccine coverage, that the information you're getting about vaccines and COVID is going to be legitimate if one of the major advertisers for these news channels is the company that's making the fucking vaccine? And I was reading about it last night. Uh, you know, I was reading uh, Joe Biden had a town hall, which I guess was an abject disaster. And he he was kind of pumping his own tires about how many Americans he's gotten vaccinated since he took office. Well, you know, he took office right when the vaccines were ready to roll out, you know, mass production. So he's taking credit for something he really didn't do, because I guess the Trump administration paid for basically all the vaccine, all the people that have gotten vaccinated, all the doses of the vaccine up to this point were paid for by the Trump administration. And so he was kind of touting that. And it's just it's just so fucking crazy to me that like we're living in a fantasy land where we've got a president who's taking credit for something that the last president did, regardless of how you feel about him. I mean, it's the truth. He, he did it. And like now he wants every fucking child age five to 11 to be That's, vaccinated. He's talking about fucking boosters for everybody. Did you I'm sorry to just like cut you no. off, but did you see you just brought up the last president? Did you happen to see his his fucking I don't know what you call it? The fund that he just the ETF that he just brought on and it was up like I don't know, it's not like two thousand percent. No, DW, I wish I did. DWAC was was the was the thing. Trevor made a shitload of money. So I Simply say Vault that. Pop Culture Out Disruption loud. ETF VPOP jumps 47% on DWAC holding. God damn it. There's a ma- there. Did you know it in was- October 27, 2020, there was a MAGA ETF? No. Damn, I didn't that- know that either. How did I miss that? And yeah. it's not, hey, it's not even like that you like the guy, but it's the kind of thing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's sure. It's the kind of thing that th- there's enough people that so like <clears throat> support him that it can it can manipulate markets especially dude, the people that support him have money you know dude if you hate nancy pelosi but like we're smart enough to follow nancy ball of nancy pelosi's stock picks over the last yeah, fucking you'd, six you'd months you're up, fucking rich yeah you know she's so, literally using insider information to fucking you know make stock picks but it's great because it's not her it's her husband so it's okay yeah right it's so it's okay it's okay. You know, um, uh, anyways, the, the broader point I was trying to make there is like, you, you can't look at the, the way things are being covered by the media and think that there's a totally objective nature to the way they're being covered. I listened to Joe Rogan's episode with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who's CNN's chief medical correspondent this past week. And 
you know, it was Rogan kept walking him right into these little traps that he just didn't see coming. And like, you know, so he's, he's talking about how, you know, as a vaccinated person, he's not overly concerned about catching the disease anymore, blah, 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 blah. And Joe Rogan was like, stop them in his tracks. And he's like, why is that okay for you, you know, to not be concerned about the disease as somebody that's vaccinated, but these parents who don't want to vaccinate their five-year-old children who have next to no risk whatsoever from this disease, why is it not okay for them to be comfortable with not vaccinating their kids and them being like, you know, totally healthy and totally safe. And he just had no real answer for it. And, you know, Joe Rogan kind of got the best of them. And, and at the end of the day, it just kind of shows you like, Hey man, and we've talked about it a million times. We've gone over this a million times. Like just make your own decisions, do what you think is best for you, live your fucking life and fuck them all. Drop the mic. No, and it's not even fuck them all, dude. It's like, look at, you, you can't even say that. You can't even say that personally because you were involved in a situation yeah. where you like anti said fuck them right, all right, and you right. fucking whatever, you know? So I just play a tough guy on the internet, Ben. Well, shit. <laughs> I'm going to play a soft guy on the okay. internet. Okay, all right. <laughs> soft guy, bro. Guys, Ben's really a fucking douchebag. Uh, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen Ben uh, get upset before. Um, that that was that was then. You're That's a whole it. new man. You know, it's like if you're not learning. Like I realized that I was a bit of a sicko. I also tried to play, like the art. Not tried. I, meaning, my only focus was to like play professional hockey. Right. And. I feel like you had to have a little uh, oh, chip, you chip you on your shoulder. To do a that. mean streak. You have to, dude, especially the fucking leagues you were playing in. You know, it's one thing yeah. if you get drafted in the NHL, you know, the NHL has kind of a code and there's a lot of rules to it. When you're playing in the SP and the EC and, and all that shit, <laughs> old, like it's, when you're in the old super party league, yeah. you know, the still playing league. Um, you either score uh, 50 goals or you fight. Like, there's there's no in-between. Like, you got to fucking do one or the other. You yeah. weren't scoring 50 goals, so you got to do it. That, that is a fact. As a matter of fact, I had two of them in my uh, 40 games. Yeah, but yeah, but you had a bunch of scraps. Yeah, eight of them. Yeah, eight, <laughs> eight, quadrupled your goal totals, baby. Let's go. Oh my god, that's fucking funny, bud. Oh, that's funny. Um, well, hey, listen, I know you've got uh, you've got things you've got to do. I got things I got to do. I just a couple quick notes. Um, the St. Louis Blues are three zero and zero so far to start the season. They look like a fucking wagon. The Patriots, I mean, Jesus Christ, McCorkle. Oh, um, I love hey, so what's I'm seeing a lot of articles about former Patriots just not happy with um, the way things. Okay. Are being done. Yeah. So you've got, okay, we could touch on this real quick. So the latest one to come out was Darrell Revis, right? And you know, it was when Darrell Revis Re Island, baby, Revis Island. And when Revis Island signed with the Patriots, like it was obvious he was only there for one thing to win a fucking Super Bowl. Like that was it. And so if you're a guy like Darrell Revis, where you've always been the superstar, you've always been the, the, you know, the best player on the defense on every team you were on up to that point, like, you know, you get treated differently and, and to a degree you should, like, if you're the best player and you know, you're doing your job, you should, but like the Patriot way has always been that everybody gets treated the same from the guy who's number 53 on the roster to Tom Brady. And like, 
you know, those stories have come out a million times over the years where Belichick would scream at Brady in, in video review and shit in front of the whole team because, you know, he wants everybody on the same page. It's communism. The Patriots, the Patriots, I just came up with this analogy. The Patriots are the prime example of if communism could work. If everybody buys in and believes that they're all equal and all the same, it works beautifully. But the problem is, just like with communism, not everybody is the same. Not everybody is as talented. And so, yeah, some of these guys, these super talented guys weren't happy about it. But you know what? Darrell Revis was on a lot of fucking losing football teams. So being the best player on a losing team isn't really that great. Came to New England for one year, won a fucking Super Bowl, gets to go down. We'll go and probably go into the Football Hall of Fame. Got his Super Bowl. See you later, Darrell Revis. So you can be all upset. And by the way, Darrell Revis got fucking worked in the divisional round game against the Ravens that year where the Patriots came back from 14 points twice in the game. So the Royal Reeves can fuck off and the biggest playoff game of the year to that point, he didn't do shit. And I'm pretty sure he gave up a touchdown in the Super Bowl that year. Too. So there's only a, Patriots, suck my dick. Only, a, only a Patriots fan could, could do that. Like, you know, only a real Patriots fan. Yeah. Penny. And ended on that. Yeah. Fucking a episode 40. Nope. Damn, bro. Damn. <laughs> I'm having a rough go this morning. I swear to God, I didn't fucking have a drop of alcohol last night. All right. Episode 86 of the Sunday Conversation what? Podcast. Where did f- four? I, I have no idea. I'm hoping that was, because, a, that was a half a year ago. I'm hoping that was because that Maybe Super Bowl more. was epi- that Super Bowl was Super Bowl 49. That with Reapus. Maybe that had something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 86. That. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Episode 86 <laughs> of the Sunday Conversation <laughs> podcast, presented by Loyalty Leckers, presented by Pack Leashes. Go to packleashes.com, P A C K L E A S H E S.com. Use promo code Touch Baby 20, get 20% off. I don't know if it's, it's probably just your first order, but anything you order, you can order 50 things, one thing, whatever, get 20% off. Uh, Check us out on Instagram at Sunday Conversation. Whilst there, uh, the link in to our Patreon page is in our bio. Check it out. Um, that's everything, right? Yeah. Okay. Benny, you got anything else? Hey, yeah. Actually, give an extra shout out to Loyalty Liquors. Yo, the huge day- shout out to Loyalty Liquors at Loyalty Liquors one two one on on uh, Instagram. Yeah, and uh, the other day I was talking to Trev, and he's like, uh, "I'm like, uh, yeah, bro." He was asking about the pot. I'm like, yeah, we're still cooking. That episode 85 was this week, presented by Loyalty Liquors. He's like, wait, you guys are you still do that? I'm like, what do you every mean fucking episode, bro? <laughs> There's a presenting sponsor of this show. Of course we do it. Yeah. Oh uh, shit. Well, uh, anyway. Hey, great chat, buddy. Love you. Love you, bro.